What's up, everyone? This is another podcast episode of Sports Talk Today with JJ. My name is Jason Joseph, and if you're new to my channel and if you're listening to me for the first time on YouTube, make sure that you like this podcast, subscribe to my channel, hit that notification bell icon, and comment at the end of this podcast just so that we can just keep the sports talk going. Now, if you're tuning into my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, or any of those other podcasting platforms, make sure that you leave me a review and that you email sportstalkwithjj at gmail.com. The email is also in the description link down below if you're listening to me on YouTube, and you can also find the other podcasting platforms on there. So there's some big news that's going on around the sports world today, and I just want to talk about not only how this affects the Phillies and the Marlins, but how in the bigger picture this impacts Major League Baseball and other sports as well. It's official that tonight's Yankees-Phillies game is not going to be played due to an outbreak of the coronavirus. Now, earlier today, it was reported that at least 11 players and three organization members of the Miami Marlins had been tested positive for COVID-19. If you actually think about it, 11 players is actually a third of the team roster. That's really not good. According to Scott Gleason and Bob Nightingale from USA Today, they stated this quote in their article about the situation. There's a possibility that the infections occurred Wednesday on the team's trip to and from Atlanta, where the Marlins played the Braves in an exhibition game. Very, very interesting. Let's look at a little timeline of what happened over the weekend for the Marlins. A couple of hours before opening night on Friday, Jorge Alfaro, their starting catcher, was put on the injured list. And Francisco Cervelli, who's the backup catcher, got the nod to start for him for the time being. At the time, they didn't disclose why he was suddenly put on the list, but Craig Mish of SportsGrid.com reported that it was likely due to COVID-19. Then you flash forward to yesterday, and of course, Urena becomes a late scratch. Austin Cooper and Harold Ramirez were tested positive before the final game of the series started. So they played yesterday's game, and of course, this morning, the Marlins were scheduled to fly home and face the Orioles, but they got back eight more positive tests from the players and a few other ones from members of the organization. And they're currently still in Philly. So today, there are two games that aren't going to be played. The Marlins-Orioles game and the Phillies-Yankees game. And guess what? The Marlins kind of shot themselves in the foot as they decided to play yesterday, knowing what the circumstances were. Now, I'm not the type of guy who likes to jump to conclusions. I like to give people the facts. That's what my podcasts are about. I give you the reports, and we talk about some sports, right? Go check it out on my About page, on my YouTube channel, and my other podcasts and platforms as well. I do give an opinion on certain issues, but I back it up with facts. So what's even more embarrassing about this whole situation is that someone from the Philadelphia Inquirer reported that there was a group text going around through the Marlins dugout, and that Miguel Rojas had the final say in whether or not the team was going to play. Miguel Rojas, he's the starting shortstop 
and he was just crushing the Phillies. So he's the team leader. He's the captain, as they call it. And when being interviewed by the Inquirer, Rojas specifically said, we made the decision that we're going to continue to do this and we're going to continue to be responsible and just play the game as hard as we can. First of all, I don't care if you're considered to be the team captain. Why would you have a final say in whether or not your team is going to play? Isn't that up to upper management or the front office? What about the medical staff? Why wouldn't they have a say in whether or not they should have played? That's not your role. Derek Jeter, you're the chief executive officer of the Miami Marlins. Don Mattingly, you're the manager of the Marlins. Michael Hill, you're the president of baseball operations. Lee Kaplan, you're the medical director of this team. Brian Chadden, you're the assistant GM. None of you guys put your foot down. And instead, had the players themselves give a say of whether or not they should be allowed to play. My other issue with the Miguel Rojas quote to the Philadelphia Inquirer is that he says, we're going to continue to be responsible and just play the game as hard as we can. If you're going to continue to be responsible, don't you think that responsibility comes from within your organization and your team? If you're playing, think about it. You're putting your team at risk. Is that responsible? I think that that would be irresponsible. I think that that's kind of contradictory. How's that showing ownership? Just because you're playing doesn't mean that you can just shake this off. No, this is very serious and you got to be very protective. You got to be protective of yourselves. You got to be protective of the team and you have to be protective for the whole franchise. All of those people that are working in the organization, they matter. It's a lot of people, and you got to protect all of them. So that part of his quote really confused me, and it just didn't make any sense. There was just no logic behind what he said in my eyes. We're going to continue to be responsible and just play the game as hard as we can. That doesn't sound like a team captain to me. I don't know, though, but I digress. Now, I'm not just blaming the Marlins. I said last night at the beginning of my podcast, you can go back and listen to it if you'd like. I specifically said, I'm hoping that none of the Phillies players can get it now. I really didn't want to elaborate and go into more detail and talk about that because I was just disgusted with the way that the game went for the Phillies last night. But here's my problem with them in this situation. Don't you think that they would have been a little bit skeptical about playing if Urena was that late of a scratch? And they saw a few of the Marlins starting hitters not in their lineup? It doesn't matter when this was announced. But if I was a part of the ball club, my question would be, what's the matter? What's going on? This doesn't seem right. They have to protect themselves. So don't you think that they should have been a little bit more cautious? This is just something that's bigger than baseball. It's bigger than sports. This can affect anyone's personal health. And you have to take it seriously. We don't even know fully what the after effects are from this. 
You hear people saying that they're having heart issues or they're having loss of smell, and that's all related, but we still don't fully know what those after effects are. It's only opening day weekend, and we are having this type of conversation early on. In order for the entire baseball season to move forward, everyone needs to take this seriously and be on the same page with the health protocols. Am I surprised something like this happened? Not at all. I expected this kind of thing to occur, and you can go check out my very first podcast. I clearly stated that I was concerned about something like this happening in any sport. Not just baseball, but the other sports that are a part of the Big Four, and soccer, and golf, and tennis, any sport. An outbreak has been my number one concern. If one player gets it, that's not good by any means. They do have protocols for that player if one or a few people get it, but if it spreads... I clearly asked, what's it going to take for these commissioners to pause or discontinue their entire season? Where's the line? And there was no flat-out answer. Now this goes back to Major League Baseball's 60-game proposal for this season. The biggest concern a lot of people had on both sides of making this deal occur were money negotiations. Health wasn't the number one topic. And I just knew something like this would happen. Now, of course, they made protocols and safety guidelines. They had to do that. But listen to this. According to Jason Stark and Rosenthal of The Athletic, this is Ken Rosenthal, there are no specific standards within the health and safety protocols that triggered the shutdown of a team or all teams. The decision is solely in the hands of Commissioner Rob Manfred. Again, I asked this specific question. Where is the leadership? Why couldn't they just put in the protocols that if three people in the organization are tested positive, the game that they play has to be canceled or postponed? How many numbers of positive cases would have to cross the line? If the goal is to stop this from spreading, why couldn't they just put a specific number on it and put their foot down and say, this is what needs to happen in order for us to postpone a game or suspend the season for the entire league until further notice because of a potential outbreak. Right? Isn't that safer than just playing and making the virus become more contagious and allowing it to spread to more players and members of organizations? That sounds like common sense to me. And the blame just goes on everybody in that regard. The owners, the Players Association, and the commission's office, they should have talked more about what the boundaries were when it came to how many positive cases a team or even the league in general is dealing with. That's something that needed to be addressed with all sports coming back. They need to have specific rules on what is going to happen if 10 players on a team get tested positive for the virus. Now, that's just a random number. But is that team going to have to withdraw from playing if there's five players that get it? Are they not going to be allowed to play games for the next week or so? They do have protocols for individuals who get tested positive, but nothing is set toward a group of players or members of the organization or, God forbid, if an entire team gets the virus. Where do they draw that line? What will it take for them to suspend or end this entire season. 
And this just isn't a specific issue towards baseball. Roger Goodell in the NFL, if I were you, I would be paying very close attention to what happens with the Marlins and Major League Baseball. Unlike football, you're not in a bubble like the NBA or a hub city like the NHL. Baseball is even more safe than you guys because they shorten their season and they are only facing divisional and interleague divisional opponents to reduce the amount of travel and get less exposure to the virus. Instead, what you guys have going on is you guys have a 53-man roster. You play once a week. You're out in an open environment sweating on other people, and that's just the nature of football. But you're also not reducing the amount of travel, so you could have one game in LA against the Chargers, and then you have to go to Miami to face the Dolphins for your next matchup. And you're coming into contact with so many people. If baseball is struggling right now, what makes you think that you guys are going to be just fine? The preseason's already canceled. Is that a good look? At least with basketball and hockey, they're in closed arenas, and they aren't traveling because they're in a bubble or a hub city. And they didn't even bring back all of their teams, because they just wanted to finish out their seasons. And even with no fans in the stands, and having all of these protocols and these other things going correctly on and off the ice and on and off the court, they're still nowhere near 100% safe either when it comes to continuing their seasons. We're going to have to see what happens. But this definitely shouldn't go under the radar for other sports leagues. This kind of thing doesn't shock me. I expected something like this to happen, unlike other people who just thought everything was going to be okay. Whatever happens going forward, I'm seriously hoping that it's going to work out for baseball. I would rather see the Phillies lose than have them not play at all. But again, health and safety is what matters the most. And we'll have to keep a close eye on what Rob Manfred decides to do. As far as tomorrow's game goes for the Phillies, for now, it's still on. But don't be surprised if it still gets postponed because of this. Obviously, the Yankees want their players to be safe, and they won't play if the visiting dugout and the entire stadium itself isn't clean. And guess what? I have to give Brian Cashman and the Yankees organization a lot of credit for saying that we're not going to play if the visiting dugout is not clean and it's not sanitized and all that other stuff because... Obviously, they don't want any of their players or any of their organizational members to get it. And it makes a lot of sense, right? So, they did everything correctly. And if it's still not safe, why play? I want to hear from you guys. What are your guys' takes on this? Did you guys expect something like this to happen? Or did this kind of catch you off guard? I want to hear from all of you. Let me know in the comments down below if you're listening to me on YouTube what your thoughts are on this whole matter. And if you're tuning into my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, make sure that you leave me a review and that you email sportstalkwithjj at gmail.com. And again, if you're listening to me on YouTube, be sure that you like this podcast and subscribe to my channel and hit that notification bell icon so that you know when I upload a new podcast. This is Sports Talk Today with JJ. My name is Jason Joseph, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will see you all next time.